economics, and that is emission curves. So this was the topic of the latest blog post on The Data Scientist, my personal blog. Uh, and this post was written by Linas, uh, who is a partner in Hacken, and we work together in the space of tokenomics and tokenomics auditing. And the inspiration from this post was a recent project we did around um, uh, missions, uh, because we worked with a project that is about to launch in the next few months, and their mission schedule um, was a bit challenging uh, in the sense that they were oversupplying the market with tokens, which obviously could have a negative impact on, on the price. And we started looking into different types of solutions we could come up with in order to make sure that the emission schedule is a bit more intelligent, a bit more adaptive, and we wouldn't um, crush the price of the token. And this is really the inspiration behind this post. Um, so when um, the time comes to discuss token emissions, most of the tokens, they are usually released uh, following a linear release schedule, which, which is pretty much fine. Uh, but one of the reasons that this is taking place is because not only it's easy to understand, but it's also easy to do on, on Excel, right? So that's like a sad reality of many things in the space of tokenomics that um, quite often uh, tokenomists and uh, as well as crypto startup founders, they do things simply because Excel is the only tool they know how to use. Um, however, there are certain um, <clears throat> cases where a linear release schedule might not be optimal. Uh, so I'd say uh, there are three reasons cited here, like the lack of innovation, misalignment with project goals, and the lack of adaptability. Uh, but for me, the main uh, reason is um, really number three, right? So a linear release schedule, um, is it, it is what it is, right? So you hoping that the market conditions are going to be favorable. You assume you're not oversupplying the token. You're not uh, releasing more than is needed. And uh, it can be the case that maybe this is not true, right? So uh, it's good to be aware of alternatives uh, in terms of uh, in terms of release schedules, simply because I'm not saying that all alternatives, you know, are are great or that every project should use you know one of these alternatives. But there are situations where it might make sense to release more tokens at a later stage or more tokens at an earlier stage, or even to decide upon the token release as you go along. And this is really where the inspiration from uh, all the suggestions comes from. So for example, uh, an, a release schedule which is a slight modification of the linear schedule is a sigmoid curve. So where you release um, a small number of tokens at the beginning, then you ramp up as the project matures, and then eventually you end up with a linear release schedule, which then saturates at later stages of the project. So it's more defensive at the first few months, and then you get a bit more aggressive as time goes by. Um, and this um, shows essentially the inflation rate of this uh, of this of this curve. So you can see there is. A, essentially a period after once the project uh, matures where you can, this bump essentially means that you can release a large number of tokens within a single, with a short period of time. But when you do this, the project has already matured, so it's a bit safer 
um, to do this at that point rather than, for example, if you were trying to do this earlier. Again, that's like a proof of concept. I'm not saying that this is good for every single project, um, but it's a mechanism that I think it's good to be aware of. Um, then other mechanisms is you know, exponential decay, which uh, it, it's good to mention, but I don't think most... I think the projects that would probably benefit from this are projects where the very early stage, uh, um, they launch on the scene with a bang, and they really care about, they believe that the project is going to be the strongest early on, and they feel, oh, maybe they, or maybe they launch during the peak of a bull run, so they're like, yeah, this is where you, we can actually release the largest number of rewards uh, and tokens. Then again, you have to figure out what's happening. After a point, when a bear market uh, follows the bull run, um, a step function is like a discontinuous, let's say, linear release schedule. I guess this is type of schedule that makes sense if you're tying these incentives to certain events. Uh, so this might make more sense in situations like gaming, perhaps. So you can say, yeah, every month, for example, we're going to hold a tournament and this is when we release uh, the tokens. And then obviously logarithmic, so where you e e release... Um, I mean, the logarithmic and the exponential curve, they're obviously very tightly... Um, tightly like connected, one is like the inverse of the other, right? So it's essentially like an inversion of the axis as to how you represent each one of them. Like similar idea, you release more tokens in the beginning and then uh, you saturate. Um, and then there's also the, there's also the option uh, in case that the project is uh, deflationary to say, hey, we're going to emit a certain number of tokens and then, uh, you know, it flattens out very aggressively like a piecewise function which means that essentially you take different curves and you just plug them in together. Uh, usually piecewise functions, they are linear. So you have a linear release schedule followed with another linear, but the second one in this example might be a bit flatter. And again, you see the key here is that you know behind all these assumptions, you're like, oh, uh, this is when I think a bull run is going to take place. This is a potential bear market. Uh, this is based on our marketing goals when we're going to have X, Y, Z users. Um, and based off of that, you're like, okay, this is when we're going to experience more sales pressure or we're going to experience less sales pressure and so on and so forth. So this is really what we're trying to do here. <laughs> and then we have the polynomial curve, uh, which uh, is when you, I mean, in this particular example, you see a quadratic curve essentially where that ramps up very aggressively after a certain point in time. So this might be good if, for example, you think that during, a, maybe you're launching during a bear market and you're like, we don't want to oversupply the market with our coin, but maybe around this point in time, there's gonna be a bull run because we expect um, the next Bitcoin halving or whatever. And this is where you can start flooding the market with rewards, start some marketing campaigns and things like that. And you know that the market can actually absorb this sell pressure. Uh, these are like some like a fancier schedule, like a sinusoidal curve. Um, I've never seen this being applied in practice, but it's an interesting thought experiment as to how this could work in practice. Um, and then the one I really like is obviously dynamic uh, token emission, where you can say that the rewards, what happens here is the rewards, they adapt to certain conditions, like the transaction volume, um, or you know the number of active users or things like that, right? So obviously this depends on the metrics that the project is tracking or that the metrics it can track. The idea obviously here being that you don't want to guess how the market is going to react. You want to have a model that says, look, 
based on the dynamics. This is how many rewards we can issue. This is how um, <coughs> how much sell pressure we can take. Um, and yeah, these are some of the ways, some of the mechanisms uh, that you can use for designing your token emissions. And again, this is not like a perfect, a foolproof um, uh, you know, method. I'm not saying you should use this curve or that curve. Uh, my personal preference is a dynamic token emission, which, however, which might be more complicated than needed for most projects, right? Um, and um, nevertheless, I think that <clears throat> it's still... Um, if you can do this, it must still be worth uh, at least running a simulation or an experiment around how you could deal with different types of curves, linear, sigmoid, etc. And this is what we can help you with, obviously, uh, using Token Lab, our simulations package, which I've been talking about a lot recently. Uh, it's something that uh, I have developed from scratch, specifically for tokenomic simulations. And if you think this is of any interest, just um, let us know and we will be more than happy to help you out with your tokenomics, whether it's design, simulation or auditing. Thank you and we hope to speak again soon.